Welcome to the Thunder Underground Podcast. This is episode number 84. My name's Trent and this is Jason. Hello. Hello. We've got 84 episodes down. This time we're going to talk about just some different stuff. Uh, a few different things, yeah. Yeah. Why not? A few new songs that are out from a few different areas of, of rock and roll. And okay. then, of course, the big thing being... We just went to the Ride for Dime event yeah, in yeah. Dallas. We'll get into that. And of course, we'll play some music for you like we always do. Yeah. But right off the bat, this is our first podcast since Metallica released Hardwired, their brand new track. Yes. And this is our first podcast, but we put a video on YouTube of us basically our reaction type video. Yeah, it's just a short, yeah. just a 15-minute deal. It's not even video, it's just audio yeah. of us, but we did it exclusively on YouTube since it was just about the Metallica song. Yeah, just something we could get up real quick and, and get the word out. So and, get on there and listen yeah. to that. I mean, we're not going to go into 15 minutes worth of detail, but we'll talk a little bit here. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, what do you think, just real quick? Oh, I mean, right out the gate, I just, I loved how it was straight up old school thrash sounding. Yeah, you know, just pounding drums and that that guitar riff it just sounds like it sounds old school. And the you know we talk about this on there as well that we both thought that we liked the sound better than Death Magnetic. Of course, like how it just sounded tighter and fuller and heavier. And I think hopefully the whole album goes in that direction. Uh, of course, uh, yeah. I mean it's a it's just hot, amped up, uh, ready to go, short in your face. Uh, they released a little making of video of it today, okay. like a little ten minute, like on their website, and it's on Blabbermouth, all that stuff. So you know, if you're interested, go look up that. And you know, if you want to hear more, look at our YouTube uh, reaction to that song. Yeah, we're our channel's the Thunder Underground, all one word. Pull that up on there, listen to it. We've also got while you're on there, you can check out Battlecross from yeah. Almost a year ago now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's yeah. been, yeah, almost a year. Yeah. Um, our buddy Justin from Egotastic Funtime. Of course. Came out there and filmed it for us, and we've got the video version of our podcast with Kyle Gunther from Battlecross on there as well, but more importantly right now, Metallica's got a new song. The album comes out November 18th called Hardwired to Self-Destruct, and that's still three months away, basically, almost. And they've, of course, said they're going to do extensive touring. So hopefully we'll be talking to you in a few months about how we just saw Metallica play Bleeding Me. That, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Did you hear who's <laughs> opening for him? Uh, Battlecross and Mr. Big. Oh, I thought it was, uh, you know, shit, I thought it was, um, you know, Monster Truck and uh, Huntress, but whatever. Well, that'd be amazing. That's what I heard. You being serious? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just making this. Shit I'm up. making it up totally. Okay. <laughs> Give you back some of your shit, buddy. Yeah. Okay. What's up? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. Okay, another new song that came out, came out a few weeks ago, I think, was D. Snyder. Just, uh, he re-recorded We're Not Gonna Take It, 
as a piano ballad, basically. And I don't know. I think it's on his upcoming solo album, but it just kind of broke here in the last few days because they just released a video for it that I guess Chris Angel directed as it's a basically a thing to promote the charity, you know, to help childhood, child cancer, that yeah. kind of thing. So Dee Snider got on board with that to help out. And I got to say, this knocked me on my ass the first time I heard it. Yeah. I couldn't believe how good it was. Yeah. And I mean, that's not saying I didn't think it wouldn't be good. I just, I like Dee Snider. I've always loved his voice. I, you know, he's not Rob Halford or anything, but he's got a great rock and roll voice. And this is just kind of proof, you know. He took a song that's like one of the biggest, most well-known songs in hard rock history. Anthems. Yeah. Yeah. And basically turned it into a completely different song, but it still sounds like he sings, you know, the the verses and the chorus and everything in the same same tone as the original. But obviously it's on a piano and slowed down and it just makes it that much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I thought uh I'm like you. I I love his voice, and I I love D. Snyder. I love, you know, outspoken, driven. I love that kind of thing. And uh, it was a little weird at first for me because you know the lyrics are pretty tough, and to see him yeah. in like an an emotional way like that was a little weird. But it, it, that doesn't matter, and that's just you know me being a dick, I guess. I mean, <laughs> really, it, it, the performance was just like so raw and just so. Uh, in your face. I mean, he, he has a great voice and, uh, I, I just love that this guy can do a little bit of everything and he doesn't suck at any of it. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the video. I started to, and that kind of thing just is just, it's like sad and it makes me ball and it pisses me off, you know? Right. Well, it does because it pisses me off because you've got, you know, people worried about, emails and building walls and fucking, you know, shooting kids and, you know, and it, it, but no one's doing anything about the real shit. And, uh, it just drives me nuts. I didn't watch the video because I would have just punched through the window or something. But I mean, the song was, the song was just leveling. It really was. Um, and, uh, hopefully this catches on a little bit better. Yeah, I kind of. It seems like the type of thing that would, you know, a lot. Yeah. Of, a lot of guys or bands from this era, you know, that even when something's amazing, that you know, mainstream doesn't pay attention. Yeah. But this seems like the type of thing that is because D. Snyder's always kept himself into the mainstream a little bit, and you know, hopefully this will, like you said, catch on, go viral or something. Yeah, and and, and let's not forget, you know. D. Snyder's age to be doing what he's doing still is amazing. Yeah. He sounds better than ever. He's in amazing shape. Uh, and I mean, th- this guy just doesn't stop, and that's great. And he's absolutely one of the best front men you could ever see live. Yeah. Yeah. He you know, really I don't care is. care what anyone says. That band, you know, they're ending this year. They've mm-hmm. still got shows left. So if you're lucky enough to go see them, you know, we're fortunate enough to see them a few times in the past 10 years. Yeah. And they're just everything that they. They claim to be, they are, you know, yeah. one of the greatest rock and roll live bands there was. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. You see a lot of these bands are cocky and they talk big shit and all this stuff. 
Well, Twisted Sister does that, and then they back it up, and they can still back it up. So, I mean, that's just, uh, you got to get behind that. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, look that up. I know it's on YouTube with the under D. Snyder and Chris Angel. If you want to see the video, or if you're like Jason, you don't want to see the video, I saw it's on Spotify. <laughs> and I know the, I think I, the proceeds, I think, if they're selling a single, I think are going to that charity, yeah. obviously. So that's another reason to check it out. Well, another song that came out that I'm surprised we hadn't talked about yet, we forgot the last I, I couple know, episodes, was there's a new Tesla song out. And they just had a new CD or a new album last year. Or maybe it was a two years. Yeah, it was last year. But this is a new track that's going to be on their live album, which is coming out actually this Friday. Gotcha. And it's Mechanical Resonance Live, where they're, it's the full album in its entirety live. Okay. It's not one show where they played the whole thing. They just played the 12 songs over different shows throughout that Def Leppard tour and combined, combined into one album. Pieced it together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Phil Collins, while they're on the road with Def Leppard, you know, produced and recorded this song with him. Yeah. And he actually wrote this song. Gotcha. So he wrote the song. Yeah. Okay. And okay. he's still, I guess they're talking now their next album, he's going to produce it. Oh, but, wow. I mean, I don't think he's obviously not writing all the songs, but he yeah. just, he wrote this one for them. Or if he had it, I don't know the story on that. But anyway, he's supposed to produce their next album. I know that much. Yeah, it's funny. The song's called uh, the song's called "Save That Goodness," and I mean, it's funny you say he wrote. I knew he produced it. I didn't know he wrote it because it it sounds like your quintessential happy Tesla song. Yeah, I mean, it really does. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that in a bad way. It just, you know it sounds like one of their kind of positive songs. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, the. The verse, the thing that jumped at me the first time I heard that was the verses going up before the chorus, the first, at least the first couple, sound just like a Def Leppard song. Really? You know, just because he's singing, you know, he's not singing in his higher scratchy thing, you know, it's toned down. And yeah. it's kind of like whenever Joe Elliott would sing one of those <laughs> slow ballads. Yeah. It sounds just like that to me. But then, of course, it changes when it gets to the chorus. You don't really think about that. But yeah, I mean, it still has a Tesla sound, and it's, you know, they're one of my favorite bands. I've been kind of critical of the last couple albums. They're good, but I don't think they're as anywhere near as good as the first five. Okay. But, but that's like, you know, when they're one of your favorite bands, that still means that they're still better than most everything else out there. Exactly. <laughs> well, and they are, you know, yeah. they really are. And this this song, I think, I think his voice is more powerful than most of the stuff in the last couple albums. It just sounds, you know, I mean, there's not, you don't walk away from it thinking about Frank Hannon, which kind of sucks, <laughs> you know, like you do with a lot of Tesla songs, yeah. but Hey, you don't always have to do that. That's right. If it's just a good song, you know, and like you said, it's positive. It's got the gospel elements and the, and I know that lady is the singer from Delta deep, mm -hmm. which is Phil Collins band with, yeah. Uh, Robert or Dean DeLeo, is that gotcha. right? Or Robert DeLeo? Yeah, Robert right. DeLeo. Yeah, Robert yeah. from Stone Temple Pilots. It's like a blues band they have, which I haven't listened to. You know, surprisingly, but well, you got to get on that. Man. You probably haven't either. What are you talking no. about? Yeah, but you're a bigger <laughs> Def Leppard fan than me, right? But anyway, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> good stuff from Tesla. It's on 
I don't think it's on Spotify or iTunes, but I know no, it's, it's on not YouTube. On Spotify. I, yeah, I, I had to check it on YouTube. It will be. It should be Friday because that's when the album comes out. Yes. So definitely check that out if you're a fan of Tesla. All right. Well, I think we should play some music. Let's get into it. We're going to play a band from Tulsa called Grind, which we've played before, but it's been quite a while. Yeah. Actually, it was episode 41. So that was over half our existence ago. Yeah. <laughs> and they that episode, Dell and CJ were actually guests on the show. So go back and check that out. It's a good one. This song's called Mirrors.
Mirrors from Grind out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Get on their Facebook. We are the Grind. We'll pull them up. Reverb Nation as well. You can hear that and several other songs. But there you go. That's just how do you describe that and just saying kick ass? Oh man, that <laughs> band is so fucking good, man. Yeah. It's just like this just stomp and scream of just wet, raw fucking rock power. <laughs> nice. You know? Yeah. You know? I mean, seriously. I it just uh, Dirty, swampy. Yeah, I mean these guys groovy, are great. Southern. I know. When when are they playing again? We gotta go see them. We haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. It's like it seems like Every time that like grind and senior fellows are playing, and I've Oklahoma got some Brace. shit. Oklahoma Brace. another one. Some shit's going on. Yeah. And it's time for the shit going on needs to be them fucking playing <laughs> and us finally going. Yeah. Cause, cause they fucking kick ass and, uh, you gotta get to see them. But I mean, they're so good. And I mean, that just sounds, that song just sounds just fucking badass. It's just sonic fucking muscle up your ass. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Yeah, that intro guitar, just that <clears throat> swampy thing is so cool. Then when it kicks in, you know, just everything about it. Yeah. Just that, like you said, that stomp and everything. And his vo- his vocals are just some of, you know, my favorite type of vocals where it's, you know, a little got an edge to it, a little dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they're a great live band, like you said. And I saw they've got, I think there's a couple of videos from their Rocklahoma performance up there on their, on YouTube, on their Facebook right nice. now. So go check that out. And like I said, they're on Reverb Nation. And you can, of course, buy CDs from them if you see them at a show. That's right. And speaking of Grind, we saw CJ yes. when we were in Dallas at Ride for Dime. So, just thought I'd throw that in there. There you go. Ran into CJ, Jake from Downtown Lounge. Yes. And, you know, of course, we went down there with Jason and Jennifer Carroll. Yeah. Had a great time. I had a blast. Had a blast. If you're not, if you don't know what Ride for Dime is, it's Dime Bag Daryl. That's an event that happens on his birthday or around his birthday every year. Yeah. And they just, you know, bring out bands that are... Either bands that were, had guys in it that he was friends with, or like-minded bands that fit the fit the vein of everything. And, yeah. You know, every year it's this is the first year we've got to make it. You know, but every year it's always got a great lineup. Yeah, every year we're just like, damn, we need to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I know they used to actually do a ride. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if they do that now. I didn't hear anything about it this year or what. But. I have no idea. So where do we start? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was just uh, that was a, that was one of those. That was one of the things you always read about, or those shows that you always hear about, and you never get to go to, and you got to go, and it, it was, it was pretty special. It was pretty great. Yeah, it just had a cool, you know, a vibe about it. Yeah, and everything. yeah. And it was at the Gas Monkey Live in Dallas, which is Gas Monkey's newer, bigger venue. Mm-hmm. It used to be a restaurant. Now it's, I mean, it's huge. Yeah. You know, and that's where we're going to see Slayer and Anthrax and Death Angel here in a couple months. And, it's going to be great. It's a nice place. Yeah, nice place, good setup. You know, it's spacious, and even with tons of people in there, you don't feel yeah overcrowded and everything. And we got there in time for, man, I forgot to write down his name, the English guy. Nick Bocott. Yeah, there you go. Guitar World. He was in Grim Reaper. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, from Guitar World. And he just got up there and basically played 
Pantera riffs yeah, for he, like five or ten minutes. Just, you know, just no vocals, just played the guitar and kind of did a big medley. You know? Yeah, he, uh, he he he's written and done all kinds of stuff for Guitar World for years. He's an amazing guitar player. Uh, he's a metalhead. And he just got up there and I think he told some, he told a couple of stories. He'd do like just a medley of Pantera riffs and then he'd do a medley of dime solos. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it was, it was one of those things that was well thought out, you know, you know, to blend that stuff together. Yeah. You've obviously got to be a good guitar player to, to play that stuff and to play, you you know, five or 10 minutes worth of it nonstop, you know, and when you're, melding songs together and not yeah. just playing one song. Yeah. Well, we missed a couple bands, but the first band we got to see was Mothership. Yes. And this is a band I've seen the name around for a while, but had not heard them. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad now that I had not heard them before now. <laughs> They're pretty good. Yeah. Just a, that great, you know, just kind of like fit the vein of what, you know, you would get expect from like someone under COC or... That kind of thing. It was it's real heavy rock, kind of spacey, psychedelicy. Yeah. But it also fits into that stonery kind of thing, and you know, and King, you know, that same kind of vibe. Yeah. But just a little bit more spacey, I guess, than than King is. But yeah, <laughs> it was just you know they're a band out of the Dallas area, but I know they've got a good following. They're playing the Psycho uh, Vegas thing this weekend. Gotcha. That, that big Doom Festival. Which would have been amazing to go yeah, to. Yeah, that would have been great. And so, yeah, it was really cool to to see these guys, and you know, they were over there at their merch table, hanging out, talking to everybody. It was really a good band. Check out if you're not familiar with Mothership. And then came Honky. Yes. And I'd seen them like a couple years ago at some point, opening for someone, but I just kind of don't really remember it. Yeah. I don't know how how though after seeing this because. They're memorable as fuck. <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, they, those guys were were fucking great. Uh, uh, Bobby Landgraf is just an insane guitar player. I mean, it, it's just a it's a good, just a, a clear, amped up, heavy, just southern. Just a. Um, I mean, if that's if that's your thing, this is this is it. I mean, it really is. Uh, their album Corduroy is awesome. You know, they do a kick-ass cover of uh, Snortin' Whiskey. I mean, I just, I loved the vibe of this band. I really dug them. Yeah. They're, uh, for, if you're not familiar with with Bobby, that's, he's now in Down. Yes. And he took Kirk Winstein's spot. So, you know, the guy's got some fucking chops. Yeah. And they, uh, they're playing Downtown Lounge September 23rd if yeah. you're in the Tulsa area. And That's they, right. You know, I know Jake brings them in at least a couple times a year. Yeah. So you don't have an excuse if you're in this area or the Texas area they're around. Just, a, like I said, a great band that hopefully gets some more attention and, you know, gets on some tours or something. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, Bobby's sound was just clear and just, just loud as hell. And, I mean, it was just... Uh, well, this sounds dumb because it's an electric guitar, of course, but it was just electric. <laughs> and I just, I can't imagine that in downtown lounge. It's going to be amazing. Right. And, uh, speaking of his guitar, that yes. was C, the, you know, CJ from Grind, who we just played. Yeah. The guitar that Bobby was playing was CJ's old guitar that Bobby now owns. That's awesome. So I love it. There's another tie in to Grind. <laughs> we'll just keep bringing up Grind throughout this whole episode. Okay. 
That's, right. that's good. <laughs> well, before we get into the the final three bands, okay. we Jose Mangan was hosting this whole deal. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with him, you're probably not really that much in the metal. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you, if you don't have Sirius, I can understand, but it's like, this guy is basically like the biggest ambassador on earth now, as single person as far as heavy metal goes, I think. I think so. When you think of what like Eddie Trunk is for like hard rock and classic rock, and you know all the stuff he does with that metal show, it's more geared towards the less extreme stuff. Mm-hmm. Jose's that way, but for everything heavy. Yeah. Kind of everything else. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And I, I mean, so. now he's, you know, he started as a DJ got on with Sirius and worked his way up to now he's like the program director, I believe, for both Liquid Metal and Octane. Yeah. So he handles the hard rock stuff as well as the metal stuff. And he's in tune with everything. He's as passionate as you can be about music. And like you mentioned when we were there, you know, he's just extremely positive. Yeah. Like all the time. And he's been doing this for close to 20 years, I think. And yeah. it still just like acts like it's he just got this amazing job. Yeah, know, like and, a kid in a candy shop. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing that that grabbed me about him straight away is, you know, when, you know, over the years, when, you know, we've been familiar with him is, you know, he's so positive and he's so, um, you know, he's so uh, happy and, and pure about all this. And you can tell it's not a front. I mean, he, he really is driven by this kind of thing. And uh, that that's what that's what I look up to the most. And, uh, you know, we got to meet him. So that was great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we walked up to him. He gave him a card and he said, hey, I've heard of you guys. And yep. you think, well, he could probably just be saying that. But then he brought up seeing articles on Blabbermouth. And we've had a few on there. So I guess he was yeah. being serious. So I could have died right there. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty much. That's a, a, good, a good feeling to know that someone that's at the level he's at, you know, <clears throat> That's heard our name. Right? That's right. And you know what? You know what? I wanted to geek out in, in my uh, half-drunken, well, let's just say I was drunk, full drunken stage. I really wanted to geek out, but, you know, uh, that sober person inside of me somewhere said, just be cool and just don't say a lot. <laughs> right. Just say thanks and shut up and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> right. Hell yes. And that's what I did. So it was great. It was yeah. great. But, you know, I've had serious now for... Man, I don't know, probably 12, 13 years. Yeah. Probably like 2003 or something. I don't know when I got it. But like, mm-hmm. you know, you say that about the positive thing. The first few times I heard him on the radio, I was like, why is this guy so fucking happy? It was almost, <laughs> it was to a point of annoying at me at first. Yeah. But then like, I would never stop listening when he was talking. Exactly. Well, there it's you one go. of those things you don't, even though I was like, what the fuck? This? But I would never turn it off. Yeah. And then just like pretty quickly... You know, it became that thing. It's like, this dude's probably just like I would be or something if I was on there geeking out about That's right. just metal and music that you love. So it's, it's you know, and that was, like I said, 13 years ago probably, and here we are, <laughs> and you're still exactly the same way. And like you said, it's not fake. Yeah, it's 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 not a put-on. And, you know, segueing into the band, the last three bands, he got up on stage with King, and they did Revolution Is My Name. Yeah, uh, Jose sang it, and it was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great, great metal voice, and like, and that's the other cool thing is they, they, you know, everybody in there, 
as a Pantera fan, they knew the song. Oh, but yeah. it's like anytime you see someone covering Pantera, it's usually like one of five songs. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you know what those five are, you know. So to, to hear Revolution yeah. is my name, that was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, so for it to be something like that, which isn't as common, was really cool. Yeah. And and it's funny because when I hear that, think of that song and think of King, they don't go together at all in my head. Mm -hmm. But even, you know, they nailed it. They, yeah, they pulled King. it off. And King is fucking amazing. King was amazing. Uh, you know, we've talked about this before. I love that band. They grabbed me straight away when they came out. Um, and then ask uh, Jason and Jennifer. They heard me sing that song all weekend long. Right. Electric Crown. To no, Electric Halo. Electric Halo, yeah. This isn't testament. See, see I already fucked up. <laughs> Electric Halo, you know. I mean, just got in my head all weekend long. But that's just how much I love that band. Yeah, man, seen, you know, we'd seen him live before at Rocklahoma, but like seeing him in this inside in the setting real up close, man, they're just a sight to behold. Yeah, it was a treat for sure. Yeah, and they're just phenomenal, just a phenomenal band, you know, you can't, I don't know where else to go from there, you know, just check these guys out, three-piece. It's like, hey, every, almost every band we saw was a three-piece except for COC. Yep. Actually, yeah, it, was, it was, every was. single band was. <laughs> it, it, but anyways, it's King with a Y. Yeah. KYNG, look them up. They've got two albums out, and they've got another one, I think they said, coming in October. Yeah. So by the time we see them, we're going to see them two more times in the next couple months. They're opening for Clutch with uh, Zach Sabbath as well, mm -hmm. and that tour is going all over the place, so check that out. Of course. And then they're also coming to the Downtown Lounge in Tulsa on November 2nd. Sweet. So get to see a headline show from them finally. Yeah. And it being downtown lounge makes it that much cooler. Of course. So, after, well, and then later in the night, we ran into Eddie <laughs> yeah. and King. Yeah. You know, so that was cool. And anyway, these, yeah, just a great band. <laughs> <laughs> so then next up is Prong. Yeah. And it's been three, probably three years yeah. since we saw him. Yeah, we saw him with Clutch. Yeah, yeah. when they were opening for Clutch. Yeah. And, um, and it's funny to mention that, like, the first time I ever saw Prong was on the cleansing tour in 94, 95. Yeah. And Clutch was opening for them. That's right. And then 20 years later, you know, Clutch brings them back out, which is really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And Prong's just one of those bands who have never lost, you know, especially the last few years, they've pumped out like four albums. Yeah. Or yeah. three original albums and a covers album. And it's fucking good stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's no bullshit. It's not like they're just putting stuff out to put it out. I mean, it's all good. It's all quality. You know, just one of those bands that just never truly got the respect they deserve. Yeah. You know, well, same could be said for COC later, but I mean, Tommy Victor is just one of those guys that just, he just nails it, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I really love Preview Wrong and Beg to Differ and, you know, Headbangers Ball and... You know, that's when I started listening to them. And then, you know, when Cleansing came out with Snap Your Finger, Snap Your Neck, and they got pretty, they got a pretty big pop out of that. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, it just kind of, you know, they kind of, it just kind of went different way there for a while. So I'm glad to see that they're, they're still here and they're still putting out quality stuff. Um, and they, they put on a great show. It sounded amazing. Uh, you know, those riffs were crystal clear. Everybody was singing along. It was just, it was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, 
it's cool. His voice has kind of shifted over the over the years. Yeah. You know, it's which is odd that it's shifted the way it has. I think because it's more clean than it used to be. Yeah, but I mean, and, it still sounds like him. Yeah, though, it still know? sounds like him, and it's still rough at times. But it's uh, it's just phenomenal. You know, to me, everything that he's done. Yeah. And just to, yeah, be right up there up front for all that, and then oh yeah, it I was remember, great. it was great. Yeah, when they start playing "Whose Fist Is This Anyway," I start geeking out, yep. turn around, and giving you and Jason, <laughs> Jason Carroll, and the dude next to me high fives because <laughs> it's time to rock. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, and then speaking of geeking out, as soon as that's done, COC comes up. Oh yeah. And first off, like you mentioned, singing along during prong, it was very. It was a great feeling to be, you know, I didn't like look way far behind me, but I was down towards, you know, in the front. There's mm-hmm. only like one or two people in front of me and just everybody around me was singing the word to every damn song. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was. That, that tells you, that tells you the, the, you know, how deep this band runs Yeah, and how glad people are that they're back. Really. Yeah. I mean, they never went away, but this incarnation, you know, that's, that's how glad people are that they're back. They're they're uh you know they're starving for this stuff yeah and they're one of those bands that when you see live you know they you don't i don't know how to say this without sounding dorky but it's just there's just a different feeling because like you can tell all four of them especially mike dean and woody weatherman look like they're just completely immersed into what they're doing like they're completely lost and like just like if they were just in their room playing by themselves, yeah. you know, or in a stadium in front of 100,000 people, it's like they're just ho- focused in on the music and just, like, doing it. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and that's that's what translates and makes makes them that much greater yeah. and better. You know, I, I really liked, um, <sighs> you know, it, 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 it's funny if there's any song that they have that – that is that you've heard a million times it's clean my wounds and you know they keep that song fresh they do this kind of reggae kind of breakdown you know towards the end of it right you know where it comes down then it comes back up and it's just uh i really enjoy that i think that's a smart idea i think it's unique as hell um and and it's just it shows it just shows how good all of them are at you know all different kinds of music yeah yeah, and they they pulled out a few tracks that I was happy to to hear, like uh, "Who's Got the Fire." Oh man, dude, that was the one. I mean, you know me. Yeah. I mean, I, I I sang every word to that like a fucking fan geek boy. <laughs> I didn't care. Oh, I did too. I, I didn't care. And then they played Sen- "Senior Olympia." <sighs> yeah. And uh, yep. What was another one? "King of the Rotten." Yeah. Which you know, those are songs you usually don't get if it's a shorter set, and you know, thankfully we got a full. I think it was like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And that was another cool thing that even other other bands like Prong and stuff play like a full hour. Yeah. And I think King was close to an hour. So, yeah. you know, it was cool that they were giving everybody the time, you know, because it started at like five, a little after five and went clear to like one thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, see, like you said, people are, I'm excited. You know, Pepper Keenan's one of my favorite musicians of anything ever. You know, his vocals and his guitar work. And just to have him back and COC and the fact that they're making a new album. Yeah. And, you know, see Reed Mullen up there. Like, the whole band just has this monster sound. And it's like he's got, like, literally, like, four drums in, in front of him. Yeah. 
What's that tell you? Yeah. That tells you that the motherfucker can play. Yeah. That's right. Less is more when you're you're that badass. That's right. And speaking of Reed Mullen, episode 61, Reed Mullen was on our podcast. You know, that's one of our, both of of us, one of our favorite (laughs) ones that we've had, you know, because like I said, been fans of these guys since forever and. You know, he just sat out there, you know, at midnight after the show at the Brady and talked for like 45 minutes. So yeah. it's a real good one. You got to go check that out. Yeah, it was great. Well, are we forgetting anything about the actual show itself? I think that I think that wraps it up. Yeah. I mean, once it ended, they brought everybody on stage. Yeah. I don't, Prong wasn't up there, I don't think, which is kind of oh, odd. I, Maybe they had already left, but yeah. you probably don't remember at all. No, no, I don't. <laughs> By that, by that time, it was getting. Hey, I I remembered the show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, they brought everybody up on stage, you know, and they were auctioning off, you know, some some stuff like some skate decks that had everybody, yeah. all the bands had signed, and some other stuff, and so that was cool. And Rita, you know, dime bags. Uh, I don't say widow, but his girlfriend for mm-hmm. his whole life was there, and you know, I know that she's one of the organizers of this whole thing. Yeah. So she's obviously always going to be there. And yeah. Anyway, just a, an amazing time. Glad to finally get to go to one of these things. And I don't think there won't be a future when we don't go to. Unless That's right. Comes out. Like exactly. if Grind's playing in Tulsa on the same night, we'll go to Grind this time. <laughs> That's right. That's the damn <laughs> right. And hey, I will tell you one thing. I was awake during the creepy ass fucking drive home. Back to the back to the hotel, right. the creepy fucking Uber yeah. ride. I don't know what the fuck that was, but I remember that vividly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the guy took it like a dirt road in the middle of Dallas, yeah, or a gravel road. And, yeah, fuck if I know. I don't know. And I remember that Jason had like fell asleep and then woke up and he's like, "Are we in a fucking dirt road?" Yeah, in I the thought middle we were Dallas? gonna die. <laughs> like I said, there's gonna be like one there, some clown with one balloon was gonna show up right, right in the middle of the road. And butt rape us all. We were literally like less than four miles, three or four miles from the venue. Yeah, and it took like 30 minutes yep. to go down this road because there was potholes and we're... Anyway, <laughs> the next day, <laughs> August 20th was Dime's birthday. August 21st, when we were leaving, we went over to the cemetery. Yeah. To his gravesite. Yeah. You know, I'd been out there once before a few years ago. That's the first time I know you've been out yeah, there. Yeah, I'd never been out there. So, you know, it's kind of like a, one of those guys that everybody wants to go check out yeah. the gravesite, you know, because they've got a, an amazing, you know, stone or like whatever you call it, not the gravestone, but the thing that's on the ground. Yeah. Just an, an amazing memorial type thing for him. And the cemetery itself is way more beautiful than most cemeteries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's just an experience if you're a, a fan of metal or Pantera. You got to go by there and check it out. Yeah, I, I I will I will say one thing. Uh, I think it's uh, kind of not cool that people were scratching their names in it and right. scratching messages in it and trying. You could tell people had tried had been trying to like take chunks of it and stuff. Oh yeah, you know I think that's fucking lame. So uh, yeah, don't, it don't do that at all. Have some respect. Just like fucking, you know, leave something, you know? Yeah. Like there, you know, when we got there, there was like a huge stack of, you know, disposable shot glasses and an empty bottle of Jack. So obviously yep. a group of people went out there, did their shots with dime and left it. You know, that's what you do. Yeah. 
you don't fucking yeah. try to take a chunk out of the fucking gravestone. Exactly, you know? or scratch something yeah. and scratch some kind of words yeah. into it. Yeah. Take, take a little Ziploc with you and take a tiny bit of the dirt that's near it, you know, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Cool to, you know, just be able to go there and pay your respect and all that, so I'm sure we'll do it again. I don't know if next time we go, but at some point down the line. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know that there's a couple of shows coming up. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, uh, August 27th in Fayetteville. Right. We get a DMG show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Scorn's single release party. Gotcha. They're headlining and they've got, I've seen them talk about on Facebook and everything, they've got their single that they're not even putting out as MP3 or anything. Like, the only way you can get it is the CD. And nice. I think maybe after that, at some point, they're going to put it out. Yeah. But you can get the new Scorn CD and then Crane Technique and Agents of Chaos are going to be there as well. Yeah. And we know all three of these bands are good. They all have a little bit different style. All heavy as fuck. Great stuff. Hell yes. <laughs> and that's in Fayetteville. And I didn't write down. I think it's JR's. Okay. And then same day in Stigler out there at the lake. I can't remember the name of the lake. Okay. But there's probably only one lake in Stigler. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They've got the Rock the Equinox event going on. Gotcha. And this is headlined by Katya. And that's the cool thing about this is her backup band for the show is going to be Jason Tatum and Travis Davis from Devil Your Door. Nice. And I know her tour is starting now, and I know she's got dates in Japan and everything. Wow. But so this is a cool, a cool deal for for Travis D and Jason. I think. So yeah. I'm glad they're getting to do that, and then of course they're playing the show as well. Devil Your Door. And then mm-hmm. we've got Reliance Code okay, and Vague Vendetta. Nice, nice. So we've talked about all these bands. We've either seen them live or played their music. We even had Devil Your Door on here. You know, check all these bands out. Hopefully, you know, we've talked to Reliance Code about being on here and even Vague Vendetta. So yeah, I'm we sure need to get happen. that going for sure, yeah. All happened soon enough. Yeah. So the 20th was Dimebag's birthday. Yeah. Like we mentioned and I just kind of saw, like, over that that day and a, two or three days after it, I just kept seeing several things of, like, birthdays and, and you know, anniversaries of things. And it's mm-hmm. like that same day was the 20-year anniversary of October Rust coming out by Typo Negative. Yeah. And then I think the next day was, like, the 26th anniversary of State of Euphoria by Anthrax coming out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Got and, great records, yeah. both of those. Then the next day was, like... Lane Staley's birthday. Yeah. And I think it was also like the 26th anniversary of Facelift coming out. Yeah. Another great yeah. record. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure there's something else I'm forgetting, but it was kind of, you know, cool. Yeah. All three of those albums, amazing. And of yeah. course, Lane Staley and Dimebag, amazing. So yeah. there you go. There's some a lot of quick stuff. history for yeah, you. Yeah. A lot of stuff to celebrate. Yeah. All amazing, great, top shelf stuff, by yep. the way. Yeah. Speaking of top shelf stuff, deepthunderunderground.com. <laughs> All the podcasts are embedded on there. You can go straight to soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground. 83 previous episodes. All kinds of guests. We've mentioned some of them earlier. Yeah. We've also had on Chris Broderick, Kirk Winstein, CJ Pierce from Drowning Pool, guys from Battlecross and Soil and Insight and Murder FM and Scattered Hamlet uh, and Wino from The Obsessed. Miss May I. Oh, yeah. 
I always forget to mention that. Yeah, Ryan Neff, uh, Shooter yeah. Jennings, yes, uh, Ian Moore, uh, uh, Mark Torrey from Bullet Boys, yes, Mark Guest Scott from Trickster, Joey uh, Allen from Warren, Joey, yeah, Fist of Rage. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had you know, Grind, you'll listen to that episode, you know, because we're mentioning them a lot this episode, so we'll <laughs> do it again. Um, Senior Fellows. Uh, Mike DiPatrillo twice from Driver. Yes. Scott Bond. We've had all kinds of stuff. So you guys just, uh, you know, just go crazy. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Fist of Rage, they're opening up for Faster Pussycat at OKC City Limits in OKC. That's right. And I think that's September 10th. Yeah. And the day before that, Faster Pussycat is playing here during Streets Gone Wild in Tulsa. Yeah. Which has also got Night Ranger, Steelheart, Warrant, Clean Drag, Lillian Axe, um, Vixen. Yeah, but that that White that, Riot, that one Austin. in Oklahoma City. Uh, that's a show to go to because it's got Paulette. Yeah. So you know, yeah. do that one. Yeah. And Don Jameson is hosting the event. That's right. That's so that right. makes it that much cooler. I wonder if he'll be at Streets Gone Wild the day before. You never know. I would assume if he's on tour with them. That's right. So there you go. Don Jameson is going to be on this podcast. <laughs> I just stated it out loud. Calling it now, huh? Yeah. Kind of like uh, kind of like with James Hetfield, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's still coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> November 18th. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, shit is getting deep now. Right. Well, like I said before, LethalUnderground.com, there's reviews, there's pictures, there's podcasts, and then you can get on YouTube backslash Lethal Underground. Subscribe to us because we're probably going to have some more of these YouTube exclusive, you know, shorter segment things. And then we're on Instagram at Lethal Underground. Facebook backslash Lethal Underground. We're on Twitter, THNDR, UNDR Ground. Uh, Periscope, Lethal Underground. And I think that covers it. I think so too. All right. Well, before I keep rambling, until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.